guys, it's Kim. Welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. I am super excited for this week's podcast episode. I feel like this is long overdue. I've been getting a lot of questions about my sober journey, why I decided to go sober, uh, kind of how my life has changed since. I've been posting about it like on TikTok and other social media channels and I figured why not make a podcast episode about it because I think that this is a topic that hopefully a lot of people are um, excited to hear about because I'm really excited to talk about it. I decided to cut out alcohol three months ago today, like marks my three month anniversary and it's crazy how... I guess challenging is the word, but I I will say, let me start out by saying I've never had a a real serious issue with alcohol consumption. Um, I, you know, I, I did regularly go out to the bars and hang out with my friends. And that was a lifestyle that I, I started for myself. It was just a regular thing, drinking every weekend, but it was never too, the extreme to where I was harming myself or others with drunk driving or overconsumption. Like I was never vomiting from alcohol one time, one time I did and it was awful. But the reason I really decided to stop drinking and I'll I'll talk more about this later on, but the main reason that really initiated my curiosity into going sober was the state of my mental health. And going out and partying. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. But the negative side effects that drinking has on your mental health, your physical health, like your overall well-being, until you stop drinking, I don't think you realize how how bad these effects actually are. So little beginning rant of the episode. But I just, again, I've been getting a lot of questions about my journey and my life has changed a lot since I stopped drinking. So I figured I would chat with you guys about that, especially if you are sober curious. I know I have a lot of friends and followers who are, and I wanted to share my experiences with going sober and cutting alcohol out of my life. Right now, I will say I'm in the mindset to where I don't really feel like I need to drink again. And that's wild to think about, but it's been three months and I I haven't missed out on any of the fun. In fact, I feel like I've gained more in other aspects of my life. So going to share all of that with you guys later on in today's episode. If you have any questions about the things that I do talk about in today's episode, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram and a follow at my lips aren't sealed podcast. Would love to chat more with you guys, especially if, if you prefer to ask some of the questions in private, let's talk. I obviously am not a, a doctor or physician or anything. So if you have serious medical questions about anything related to to your health or drinking, definitely talk to a professional, but I'm here as moral support if you want to talk. I also have a Facebook group, the My Lips Aren't Sealed Facebook group, so feel free to join that as well if you are not already. 
per usual, we are going to start out this week's episode with a little bit of catching up with Kim. Then I'll go through my pick of the week with you guys. So with all that said, let's get started with catch up with Kim. So you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? This past week was definitely my self-care week unintentionally. I had a lot of appointments scheduled and again, I didn't plan on like making this my appointment week, but I had a dentist appointment, a hair appointment, a nail appointment, all the appointments and I'm glad I got them done. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see my hair is nice and blonde. I will say I wasn't planning on going this blonde. Like it's, it's pretty blonde again, but I love it. Uh, I feel like blonde brings out my (laughs) happiness. It's definitely my color, but I was trying to like grow out my roots a little bit and add some more depth to my hair, but my hairdresser made me blonder. So that's totally fine. I love her. She's very talented. It looks gorgeous. Maybe next time um, I will keep a little bit of darkness and a little more darkness, but I'm still very, very happy with my hair and I purchased new hair extensions as well. I'm not wearing them right now, but they are unopened. I'm ready. I'm saving them for a special occasion coming up, but super excited about that. My dentist appointment Kind reminder to you guys, if you haven't been to the dentist, go. I haven't been to the dentist in years. Like, that is so gross to say. And especially, Brittany, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Like, I go to the orthodontist, but I haven't, like, gone in for a cleaning in a while. And I was, like, pushing it off, pushing it off. And then my gums started hurting a little bit. And I'm like, great, I have, like, gingivitis or something. Like, I need to go in. So I ended up going to Swish Dental. I don't know if they're just located in Austin, but so cute. Um, This dentist office is like trendy and like very modern and aesthetic. I was like pleasantly surprised by how cute this office was. And the experience itself, I will say like I have dentist slash doctor anxiety and I felt very comfortable there. I only had one moment of weakness where I had to like do my x-rays and I felt like a little gaggy because I don't like all of that, but I survived. It was great. Um, great service. Uh, my cleaning was awesome. I do have some shifting after taking my Invisalign out. So that's frustrating, but overall proud of myself. I went and the other appointment I had, oh, nail appointment. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, I got my nails done and they're like the same exact color as my sweater. It's like this um, mauve bubblegum pink. I don't know if I'm describing that right, but love this color. It's so cute. And I ended up going to Viva Day Spa up at the Domain, which is like 15 minutes north of downtown Austin. I went in for an Instagram partnership to do a Galentine's reel. So my best friend Danielle went with me. We got our nails done, our toes done, and I'm going to be posting a reel about that on Instagram probably next week, but such like a great experience. I hadn't gone in and gotten my nails or a pedicure done, I would say in almost two years. It's something that I forgot I love so much, but it is expensive. So it's definitely a once in a while kind of treat, but also a reminder to you to do that self-care. 
when I was getting my pedicure, I was just like, my eyes were like rolling to the back of my head. I'm like, oh my God, this feels so good. And 10 out of 10 recommend. What else did I do this week? Uh, well, the reason I got all this stuff done to me is because I did a photo shoot with an incredible photographer in Austin. Her name is Jess West and she shot a new picture for me for my cover photo for my podcast art. Super excited. The final picture just came back. I love it. I think it's really nice. I hope you guys love it as well. I do need some help picking out some new branding colors. So if you're not already following me on TikTok, for my podcast account, it's uh, My Lips Aren't Sealed Podcast or My Lips Podcast. I don't know. Shorter number of characters for TikTok, but I'm going to be posting a few videos where I'll be asking you guys for help to pick out some new podcast branding colors because I'm in like a whole rebranding era right now. So I got my updated picture for the cover art. And then the design that goes around it is going to be updated. I'm so excited because my podcast art right now, if you are listening to this episode, January 2023, it's just a selfie I took on my phone and I made the cover art myself and it's, it's fine. It does the job, but I definitely want to elevate it and make it look more professional. So I got an awesome photographer and a designer involved in this whole process. And I'm so, so excited. The only other thing I did this past week was I went to a, a private event for the premiere of J-Lo and Josh Duhamel's. I think that's how you pronounce his name. They have a new movie on Amazon Prime called Shotgun Wedding. It released yesterday on the 27th, so you can watch it now. But they had an event for us at one of my favorite spots in Austin, and we just got to hang out, enjoy some beverages with each other I had a mocktail obviously and they had this adorable cake and overall it was just like a really fun event and I made a new friend which was awesome and overall like it was just a good time good people I haven't watched the movie yet it's on my watch list this week but I mean Jay loves in it some people some people like lover or hater but I think I'm a J-Lo stan. Like, I just always have a soft spot for her, you know, early 2000s, late 90s rom-coms. Like, come on. Made in Manhattan. Like, I just, I love her. That is just about it for my catch-up with Kim. And we are going to shift on into my pick of the week. Oh, my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. My pick of the week is not sponsored, but I would love to be sponsored by them. So Ritual Zero Proof Team, if you're listening, I'm a perfect candidate for you guys. But my pick of the week is Ritual Zero Proof. It's a non-alcoholic spirit alternative, and they have all these cute recipes on their Instagram. And my favorite, I'm going to read you guys the recipe. It's a blackberry basil fizz. So again, this is a non-alcoholic spirit that you can add to mocktails. And for this drink, I'm going to tell you guys the recipe. Not that you care, but maybe if you are interested in trying it out. So yummy. So you add a handful of blackberries and muddle two basil leaves into a glass. 
top with ice, add one ounce of Ritual Zero Proof Non-Alcoholic Gin, one ounce of simple syrup, and the juice of half a small lime. Stir that together and top it with club soda, garnish with basil leaves, and more blackberries. How good does that sound? Like, so refreshing. The perfect drink for summer, but I just... I'll drink that any time of year. Like that sounds delicious. So I reached out to them for a promo code. I don't have one right now to, to speak on the podcast, but if they get back to me in time, I will add it to the show notes. You guys have to try it. And I felt like this was a good episode to plug that in. There are so many non-alcoholic spirit options out there. This is just one that's really yummy. And I think you guys should try as well. Let me know though, if you guys have a fave, DM me also, or maybe I'll make a post on Instagram. You guys can drop a comment. Let me know what your recommendations are and I can expand my mocktail cabinet of goodies. Let me know, but really, really good. Again, for the pick of the week, I always encourage my followers and listeners to try it out. Let me know if you guys like it. If you do, post it on your stories, tag me, and I will repost you. And that's my pick of the week. And I feel this is a pretty good segue to chat with you guys about my sober journey and why I decided to go sober. And I think the best place to start with that is why did I start drinking so much in the first place? When I was in my last relationship, I was completely sober. Um, I, I don't know how to des- how to de- else to describe this, but when I was in my last relationship, I was always sick all the time and not like a cold or um, flu or anything, but my stomach hurt every single night when I went to bed, I had a stomach ache and my family and friends, they're like, maybe it was because you were like so anxious and uneasy and on edge that whole relationship. But because I had a stomach ache every single night, I had zero desire to drink alcohol. And the partner I was with drank very, very heavily. And when he did, he would always, his anger issues would just get even more escalated. So in my mind, I was thinking, well, if I drink too, like it's just a recipe for disaster and it's, I know it's going to cause more harm than good, but mostly I just didn't feel like drinking. After I ended that relationship, you know, I moved out on my own. I started to rediscover myself and I thought, you know, with living in a new city, the best way to go out and meet people and have fun and just like let loose after years and years of stress and abuse, go out and drink, go have fun, go to the bars, get drunk, dance, meet cute boys, make out with boys, like do all the things, like all the things that you hadn't been doing for years, go do it. And the weirdest thing is that when I stopped that relationship And the weirdest thing is that when I started going out, I was just like, I felt so out of place. I hadn't been to a bar in so long and I initially was so anxious. So that's when I started drinking and it helped me loosen up and go up to people and, you know, be brave. It helped me in a sense, gain my confidence back. So I will say like, if you are immediate post breakup, 
go drink. Like if you, if you feel inclined to like, go have fun, let loose where I kind of saw the issue with myself is I didn't let that stop. Like I ended the relationship and whereas I could have, you know, part been a party girl and had fun for maybe like a few months, six months, whatever. I just turned it into a lifestyle and my friends and I were going out sometimes three days a week, sometimes two, maybe just sometimes one, but we were always going out at least one day a week. And again, becoming so regular at these establishments that the bartenders knew us, the security guards knew us. And I will say like for the first year, it was so much fun. Like we met so many people and I learned a lot about myself over time the fun started to fade. My mental health started to get really bad. And as you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I've had issues with my anxiety. And after doing a lot of research on sobriety and the way alcohol affects a person, it really is a a big factor when it comes to your anxiety and your mental health. So I noticed my anxiety getting so bad, like even just meeting up with some friends for happy hour, I would have a full-blown panic attack, like gagging, hyperventilating in the car, so anxious just to sit down at a restaurant with people and hang out. And then going out to bars, like the, the act of going out to a bar made me so uneasy and anxious to where I was like, okay, I have to get a drink to like loosen up and to enjoy this. It was in those moments that I'm like, girl, you need to like do some self-reflection. What's going on? And I knew in this moment, because I I had my anxiety and depression building for, for months, I would say that the past six months really. And I let it affect me so much to the point to where I was self-isolating. I was, you know, overeating, sad, and just really letting myself go. And I'm a huge advocate, as you guys know, for body positivity. And it, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I was gaining weight and that's what was making me sad. My mental health was just so bad that I was using food as a crutch and alcohol as a crutch. And overall, again, just letting myself go. So what made me stop? Um, I threw up from drinking. And I think that's a pretty common experience. I, I, I don't think it's a good experience, but I'm sure a lot of people have gotten to that point when they're drinking or they throw up. I have a fear of throwing up. Like I've had it since I was a kid. It terrifies me so much. So again, I've never been so big on alcohol consumption to the point to where I'm vomiting every single weekend and I keep going. Like I've never gotten to that point before. I've never blacked out. But one night, like I I didn't eat before and I mixed alcohols and I didn't even drink too much. But The next morning I woke up and I was so sick and I ran to the bathroom, threw up and I was just sitting there so sad, so disgusted with myself. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I, why did this just happen? And 
it was kind of in that moment where I was like, I don't want to feel this way again. I, I hated how I felt about myself in that moment. So I think this happened around October of last year. I let myself, um, you know, wean off of alcohol a little bit. I decided that Halloween would be my last night of drinking. So in the meantime, in between uh, beginning of October when I got sick from drinking and Halloween, in between that time, I also consulted with my doctor and I was prescribed antidepressants. So I've talked about that before on my social media platforms and podcasts, but I feel that's a pretty important piece to the puzzle. So not only had I made the decision to stop drinking, but I also had my antidepressants to take into consideration because you can't mix alcohol with antidepressants. And I know some people do. I've I've read the Reddit chat rooms and, and people do, you know, they, they uh, minimize how much they drink, but they're still consuming alcohol on the medication. For me, I'm like, I have a weak stomach in general. Um, my mental health was is so much more of a priority for me than drinking. So I decided give myself the month of October to get my partying out of my system. And then right after Halloween, I will go cold turkey and start my antidepressants and really start focusing on myself and my sober journey and really taking back control of my life. And I'm so glad I did. It's been three months and the side effects of not drinking, the positive side effects have been amazing. So again, if, if you are sober curious, I want to share those with you and hopefully, you know, it motivates you to, to try or even just cut back a little bit. And alternatively, if you do drink, I, I, no shame, like no shade. I just personally know that alcohol was not a part of my journey as, at this moment in my life. But, you know, I still hang out with my friends who drink and I, I still go out and I go to bars. I'm just sober, but no shade towards you at all if you do drink alcohol. I just wanted to share the good things that have happened to me since I decided to quit drinking. Number one, I feel like my overall mood has improved so much. I just feel a lot happier and maybe it's the antidepressants. I'm sure like I know that's helping a lot, but I was always feeling like such bad anxiety, which is like hangover anxiety even when I was out drinking, I wasn't really feeling happy and confident. And now that I'm, I've stopped, I feel a lot more confident. I am comfortable going up and talking to strangers, talking to guys and getting their phone numbers. Like it's just so interesting how much my overall mood and energy has shifted. And even my best friend, Danielle, she's like, you're glowing these days. Like I don't know what it is. And I'm like, well, it's probably my Lexapro and my uh, sober living. But she was like, you're glowing. And I just, I love that. And that that's just one of my happiest. That's one of my favorite things to come out of this overall. I've also had decreased anxiety and stress levels. And it's interesting because I feel people drink alcohol to 
burn off some steam. Like at least that's what I was doing. Like I was going out at the end of a long work week and drinking and letting loose. And it was so much fun. But the next day, my stress level was so high because I felt like, you know, I wasn't as productive the next day and I didn't accomplish as much as I wanted to. Or maybe I did something I regretted the night before and I was stressed about that. So now that I have nothing to worry about, it's it's really nice. And again, my my anxiety in turn has also decreased a lot. I'm able to meet up with friends, go to parties. I'm planning my birthday party right now. And that probably seems like such a small thing, you know, just the act of planning it. But if I were to do this a few months ago, I wouldn't even have wanted a birthday party because my anxiety had gotten so bad. Just the thought of people meeting up and hanging out for me stressed me out. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It was just the weirdest thing. My sleep schedule is so much better. I feel more rested. Obviously, I don't have that nausea from drinking and the anxiety, but I feel like my sleep schedule is more regular. If you work a nine to five, for example, you have a pretty regular schedule during the week, but then over the weekend, maybe you're staying out till 2 a.m. and you're sleeping in until 12 or 11 and that can over time really take a toll on you. So I'm really grateful that my sleep schedule is regular and I just feel overall more rested and energized. This is an interesting one. It's I have better attention span and concentration and I think that's because I am more energetic and productive. You know, I've been accomplishing more of my goals in the past three months than I had in the past year. Like I have, if you're like me, like I have a huge to-do list and goals and all these things, but I wasn't accomplishing as much because I just was prioritizing other things. I was prioritizing going out and socializing and drinking instead of using the time during my weekends, for example, to really tackle things on my to-do list. So overall, more productive, better attention span, and just an overall sense of accomplishment. With that, I feel like I've also been able to focus on developing deeper relationships with my friends. So during my party girl era, I was starting to spend a lot of time with people who were very surface level. They were my party girl friends. One person in particular that I think of and having people like that who are bad influences, who encourage, who, who buy a round of shots and encourage everybody to get wasted every single weekend. It's so fun in the moment. But again, over time, that is what that, you know, you start to notice that's what that relationship is. It, it is very surface level. And you, ha- you start questioning, like, would I be friends with this person sober? Like, probably not. And a lot of those surface level friendships that I had in the past year have died out but I've gained a lot of time back as well. And I've been able to put that time into friendships and relationships that mean a lot more and are people that better me as a person, if that makes sense. Without changing my diet, and again, I am very body positive. This is solely from quitting drinking. Without changing my diet, I have lost 
20 pounds since this time last year. And, you know, I, I do think it's because I, you know, I've started walking more and drinking less, but also you have to think too about how your night really plays out when you are out for a night of drinking. You'll probably eat a bigger meal because you want to have like a full belly for the alcohol. Then you go out and drink and alcohol's not healthy for you. And then afterwards you will go out and maybe get some drunk food like tacos or pizza or whatever. And the next day you sleep in and you kind of just hang out around the house and recover and eat, but you're not really that active. Again, I'm not a health professional, not encouraging weight loss at all, but when I stopped drinking, no huge noticeable difference in my physical appearance just by changing that one thing. I'm walking more, I have more energy, I'm not drinking, I'm not eating the drunk foods, and I'm more intentional about what I'm putting into my body. That said, like I still eat cookies and junk food and like I am not perfect. I'm not a green eating machine, but I I have been more aware of my physical health and the way alcohol was affecting me in a negative way. Also, my face, like my face was so bloated from drinking and I should try to dig through my pictures and find an old picture from like the past six months. But my whole face when I stopped drinking has slimmed down drastically. And that's something that I noticed when I was drinking was how puffy my face had gotten. And just in these three months alone that I stopped consuming alcohol, my face has pretty much gone back to normal. So that's like a major, major win. Very happy with that as somebody who does, you know, I shoot content for a living. Like I, I need to have a healthy glowing appearance. If I am creating content, I can't be like bloated and puffy and sad. Like that's not putting my best foot forward and landing me brand deals or anything like that. So very, very happy with the effects I saw within just three months from stopping drinking. It was that weight loss and just the overall appearance of my face and my skin. It's been incredible. I also feel like I got control of my life back again. And what I mean by that, like taking back my weekends, I've had more time to explore the city and meet new people and check out restaurants I've wanted to go see and do workout classes. And this is probably a silly thing, but enjoy daylight. Like if you are in your party girl era, like I was, I was sleeping in, hanging out for a few hours. And then the excitement was going out at night. I wasn't really seeing the sun that much during the weekends. And now that I was able to take that control back, I just feel like I have so much more. Like I feel like I've gained two whole days back in my week because I'm able to wake up Saturday morning full of energy and I feel like the opportunities are endless. I can go to a farmer's market, do a workout class, go shopping, stay at home and chill, go to the pool. Like the hours that I have lost by not being productive until 2 or 3 p.m. and then going out at 
you know, starting to get ready at 6 p.m. to get ready and go out by 8. It's just crazy how much time I realized that I lost. Very happy about that. Next is the money I saved. Guys, drinks are so expensive. Like, if anything, like, we have a recession coming. Like, money is something that I think we are all going to start being more conscious about. And let's say your drink is $10 plus tip or $15 plus tip or you're buying drinks for you and your friends. That can add up. And if you were like me and I was going out, let's say on average two nights a week, that's a couple hundred dollars a month that is going towards alcohol consumption. And then afterwards you're getting food. And for example, like in Austin, we have all these food trucks around all the bars. They, I kid you not, charge $18, $18 for tacos and people will pay it. Drunk people will pay it. They're hungry. It's easily accessible. And after you're drinking, you are starving and you are willing to drop that money without even a question. And I've done that before. And it's like, dang. So I just spent a ton of money on alcohol plus food, plus the Ubers to get home safely because I don't want you drinking and driving. It adds up. And now you are getting all that money back and you can put that into other things like therapy, like workout classes or nice restaurants or coffee shops or dates or date nights. It's really cool. And you realize like, dang, I was spending a lot of money on going out. Like it's mind blowing. Like I challenge you (laughs) to look at your bank statement and just see how much money you could save. Cause that in itself is like a huge, huge factor. Just a few more positive things that have come out of drinking for me. And that is uh, better self-image and self-esteem. So I no longer am feeling this need to be validated by men when I go out. So I would spend hours getting ready. And if a guy um, wasn't flirting with me, the one that I was interested in, or if I was talking to a guy forever and all he wanted to do was go home and sleep with me, that would hurt my feelings. And I would leave feeling so just like drain emotionally drained because you're putting a lot of effort and time and money into going out to these bars. For me, I'm a hopeless romantic. So I'm hoping to meet somebody and it's just a disappointment over and over and over again. And I will say once I stopped doing that, that's when I really started to appreciate myself and realize I don't need men, especially boys at, you know, at, at bars who are acting like children to make me feel like I'm worthy of, of someone's love and affection. So my self-confidence and my self-image like just overall has improved so much and I'm really, really grateful for that. I will end on a lighter note. The last thing that has come out of drinking is my love for mocktails. Okay, so I know that sounds cheesy, but I love that we have options now. As a sober person, I can still go out to all these bars and ask for a mocktail. Like obviously the dive bars, you're just going to have like a club soda or something. But a lot of these newer restaurants or higher scale, upper scale, whatever the word is, 
bars and establishments do have their own little mocktail menu. Like ask your waiter or waitress for one. They'll most likely have a mocktail menu or a secret one. And usually they taste way better. Because for me, I've never been like obsessed with the taste of alcohol. It's not really done anything for me. I've actually always tried to mask the taste of taste of alcohol because I prefer like a sweeter, fruitier drink anyways. So these mocktails, you guys, are so delicious. Full circle back to Ritual Zero Proof. You can make them at home or you can go out and get them. And if you notice like my past few posts, if I'm holding up a drink, that's a mocktail and you can't tell the difference. Like there's no peer pressure. Nobody's going to ask what's in your drink if you're holding one. And it's just so delicious. And sometimes they put little candies or extra garnishes. I don't know. It's just, it's fun. And those are pretty much all of my positive side effects that have come out of me quitting drinking and going sober. I'm really proud of myself for sticking to this for three months. I definitely don't see myself going back to drinking alcohol anytime soon. I just feel like I'm in such a better headspace. I'm more productive. I'm happier. And I don't feel any sort of peer pressure or anything anymore. It's just, it's nice to have taken control of my life back and I feel good. And I'm just, again, really proud of myself. If you had any questions, again, feel free to shoot me a DM. We can chat in private or post in my Facebook group. And if you haven't already, please make sure to rate me five stars and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give me a thumbs up and drop a comment if you are watching on YouTube. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, check me out at my lips aren't sealed podcast and at Kimberly Cobb. I had so much fun chatting about this. I feel like I got pretty deep this week, so I'm sorry if I, I ranted, but it's something that I'm clearly very passionate about. And I just want to spread the word about how awesome going sober has been. I'm not trying to push an agenda. I'm not being paid by anybody to, to say this. I just feel really good and I want others to feel just as good as me. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Next week, I have a very, very special guest on from a Netflix show. You guys are going to be really excited to hear from him. It's going to be super fun. So make sure to tune in and listen to that as well. I hope you guys had a great week and have an even better week ahead. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.